More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. This is always fun to do, but sometimes it's even more fun, and this is one of those days. If you have not heard breaking news, they have found more classified documents in Joe Biden's possession. The latest in his garage of his Delaware home. Now, there are a lot of interesting legal questions that come out of this. But the incompetence of Joe Biden, aided and abetted by a fantastic question from Peter Ducey, after his statement made just a little over an hour ago, Joe Biden took really only two questions. One was about his wife's wife's health. The first one was about storing of classified documents in his Delaware garage. I want to play this for you because Joe Biden said, it's all okay, guys. It was stored next to his Corvette. Very safe and secure. Listen. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway. It's in a locked garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. But uh, as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Clay, All right. Can, can, can I just, real, just, just, I, just real quick, okay? I had a TSSEI clearance, worked at the CIA. If I had responded to an official request for, do you have classified information? And I said, yes, it's near my e-scooter, obviously, in my garage. <laughs> but don't worry, bro. My garage is locked. They would have taken my badge. They would have fired me on the spot, and they would have told me to go home awaiting word from the U.S. attorney with possible charges under the Espionage Act. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts, Clay. I just want to be very clear. It wouldn't have been like a maybe kind of sort of thing. I would have been terminated with prejudice. But, you know, Joe Biden, man. It's Joe Biden. 
So right after that, he read a statement from his lawyers. And it's important to note that he hasn't made a public statement about it that I've seen. But Joe Biden has now retained his own criminal lawyers. Those are different than the lawyers that would be advising on behalf of the United States government. But Buck, I can only imagine this is a Veep like moment for those of you who watched the show They undoubtedly prepped Joe Biden over and over and over again. Hey, here's what you need to say. And instead, and I give Peter Ducey credit because Joe Biden is kind of obsessed with his Corvette. He specifically referenced that the the classified documents were next to the Corvette. And Biden couldn't resist talking about those. Anytime you say, I take this very seriously, and your defense is, It was next to my Corvette in the garage. First of all, it's out of touch because most Americans can't afford Corvettes. Second, for anyone out there who has a garage, it doesn't ring true. This is one of those great moments where if you were standing in front of a jury buck, if you put things in your garage, documents, materials, it's the next closest step to the trash. trash, It's actually the place you treat things that are not that important to you. And store things that are not that important to you. This is where you put the fishing tackle that you haven't used in a couple of years. You know, our garage upstate, we had a place there, family place, was like the old archery bows that were collecting dust and the toys from when we were kids that we hadn't given away or didn't want to because they were kind of broken down. Or Like, that's what goes in the storage area of the garage. Clay, there's a lot here that we will be unpacking in this hour because the political implications of this are actually now substantial, I believe. Yes. Not, not I, I don't agree. think the legal implications. We can talk about that too. The political implications, though, are, are pretty meaningful. But I would just, before we even get there, let's think for a second about how do these documents get in the garage in some pile? In what world is Joe Biden reading documents that are in a skiff, a secure compartmented information facility, and then they're getting mixed in with stuff and then they're ending up next to the old, you know, Little League trophies for the grandkids. You know what I mean? How does yeah. that even happen? And are we really to believe that this was a, that they got them all? Now, at this point, at this point, we have to assume he's probably got some stashed under, you know, the barbecue, uh, you know, at that Delaware house. He's got them all over the place. Well, we said when they found these in the, uh, in the office in Washington, D.C., that they had to search everywhere else. And I want to get to the legal implications in a moment, but I still think the absurdity of this is ringing home. Buck, I tweeted out, he posted, Joe Biden did, videos of him driving this Corvette. It's like a classic Corvette. I don't know, probably a 1960s-era Corvette just by glancing at it. And in the background of the video that he posted, you can see stacks of boxes and papers up against the wall in the garage. I would bet that it's probably a decent chance that that is where the classified documents were. But make no mistake about this. They tried to say that the way that that Donald Trump was storing classified documents in Mar-a-Lago was such a national security threat that they had to have the FBI raid there. Buck, you and I have been to Mar-a-Lago multiple times. You are under secret service service surveillance from the moment you enter that property. You are wanded when you move from one part of the property to another. There are areas that you do not have access to, including where 
Donald Trump was storing these documents. Anybody can get into a garage. I, I mean, just take it outside of this being Joe Biden's residence. If you live in a neighborhood, the least secure part of your house is your garage. That is over and above. And, and that is why this is going to turn into, I think, I said after they found the first classified documents, I didn't think there was any way they could charge Trump with a crime. There is a 0% chance, in my opinion, in the wake of this, that there is any way they can charge Trump with a crime for documents related to Mar-a-Lago. So I would say that this has now transitioned from, oh, but what Trump did was so much worse, which was the news cycle they were giving us yesterday. Yes. To old man Biden made some mistakes. Whoopsie, there's classified in a bunch of places, which also has implications, by the way, for Biden separately from from Trump, which we can get yes. into. People are asking me some interesting questions about this one. But, Clay, I think they were in a position under that analysis of events, which clearly has been blown out of the water, to still bring some kind of a process charge against Trump related to the documents. People keep saying, why was there an FBI raid in the one and not the other? Look, I agree. The FBI raid was outrageous and crazy, and we talked about it at the time. What they're going to say is that Trump had documents and refused to turn them over. They knew about them, and that's why the FBI had to go and secure them. This is bull crap, we all know, but that's at least the explanation. But now you have a circumstance where the obstruction charge that they were going to try, I think, against Trump, now that's even gone too. I, I think anything connected to Mar-a-Lago documents as a criminal matter for Trump, the DOJ has to let it let it all go. Okay, so and here now let's get into a little bit of the the timeline because I do think this is interesting and we still to my knowledge have not heard. They found these initial documents was the report on November 2nd in the Biden office uh in Washington DC. They now are announcing that they have found more documents. When were these new documents in the Biden private residence in Delaware and his garage? When were those found? And, Buck, I want you to think about this because I'm curious what your take on this would be. You just hit on it. When they announced the finding of the documents in his private office, all of the Democrat corporate media apparatus came out and wagged their fingers and said, Trump is still worse. They wrote all the articles, yep. New York Times, Washington Post. They carried all the water. Now they they allowed they basically allowed all of Biden's advocates to put their best foot forward. And now they've just chopped that foot off because of this new situation. So how is this story developing? When were these uncovered? What is when did Merrick Garland know about it? These are big questions. So so I I don't like responding to a question with a question, but I think this yeah. question in some ways might answer the question that you just posed because I've received this now in different form, text message, DM, yeah. email from I, 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 a handful of people in the last 24 hours because you're asking about timeline. Yes. People are asking me, hey, is this how they get Biden to step down? Yeah. Is this how... Is it a hit he, from his he, own team? Well, effectively, it's the, hey, guys, it's... Because it, if they open the Pandora's box of, look, Biden has senior moments, there was no... By the way, there's no chance, I want everyone to understand, 
No chance of criminal charges against Joe Biden for any of this. Don't don't even waste your time. Anyone who tells you otherwise, living in a fantasy land. Because they, they've already established with Hillary the whole, oh, I didn't mean to. And I know yeah. people are going to say, well, look what they did to Trump. Right. Trump is Trump. They're, they're out on this is that he had no mens rea, no criminal mindset to do anything with recklessness or whatever. His intent but, wasn't there. Right. What he had no intent. On. Yeah. But also there's the he's really old. He's forgetful. Come on, guys. Let's not. And if they start to open that at all as a discussion about this, then that clearly transitions into the so should this guy really be president? So I, I have to analyze this and think about what do you think? Is is it is it even possible in your mind that this is the apparatus at least creating the grounds? Because I do believe Joe Biden wanted to run again. I do believe Joe Biden thought he was yeah. running again. I still think he will run again, but I'm less confident today than I was yesterday. Okay, so th- that's a big question here. And what we were saying off air before we came on, uh, we ha- have basically ongoing conversations 24 hours a day, essentially. But, Buck, I always think about this as if I were a crisis PR advisor. How would you handle this? I want every single bit of information about classified documents out all at once. My theory is this makes Biden look far worse. And that's why I circle back to, well, when did they find these documents at his Delaware home? Because I would want, hey, the story to be, we're going to leak it to one of our media allies Hey, we found 63, I'm just tossing out a number, by the way, 63 classified documents that Joe Biden shouldn't have been in possession of. We did an exhaustive search of every possible place where he's got uh, access, and we found documents in his office in D.C., we found documents in his home, we found documents in his beach house, wherever they found them, put it out all at once as one story, the drip, drip, drip of not only did he have documents here, but he had them there, to me looks worse and makes it feel like a targeted hit in some way as opposed to just letting him get in front of the story. Now, you may disagree. I think the drip is worse because it makes it look more incompetent. It also raises the question of, okay, when did this search yeah. actually happen at his home? You could argue, you could argue that that, though, by talking about the first one, you open up the possibility of the second one, and that's why the media was already shaping this. With It was basically, by, let's be clear, classified documents were found in some Biden office for some bull think tank that was paying him yeah. $770,000 a year. The University yeah, of, of Pennsylvania has money to light on fire, obviously, because that's, well, they're actually buying influence, as we know. We know what they were buying, um, and the apparatus takes care of its own. But the story was actually, but Trump was worse. That was the whole the whole day that, was Trump why, was worse. That's why this is so fascinating to me, Buck. They let all of the advocates come out and defend Biden. And now the Corvette line and the garage, it's like they chopped off the head of all the defenders because it made them look ridiculous. I also am so curious. You know, we, we got that. Oh, Trump had the nuclear the nuclear information. The single thing that somebody who is not particularly uh, you know, in touch with classification and rules and national security. But, you know, somebody hears the nuke secrets might have been leaked. Any normal person's going to get freaked out. Do you think we're ever going to find out some of the, some of the details? Magically, there'll be some leaks of the press about what TS documents, top secret documents, did Biden have hanging out in a garage next to oily rags and, you know, his Christmas decorations? That, that's, 
I don't think we're going to ever see that, which is also another indicator here. But, Clay, we got a lot, my friend, because, look, this affects this affects Biden running again. This affects Trump's ability to, one, win the primary, and two, win a general. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces that tie into this all of a sudden. So we got a busy day. We haven't even talked about the nationwide egg shortage, everybody. I will... The food that I love the most is red meat. The food that I am most dependent on, Clay, is egg. I eat eggs like every day. And there is literally, I'm not even, it's not a joke, everybody. There is a nationwide shortage of chicken eggs. Thank you, Joe Biden. We'll talk about this in a moment. Mike Lindell is the inventor of my pillow. You are, you guys all know Mike. You see him on TV, hear him here on the show. He's got a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. And if you've ever seen him, like I said, you just know how true that is. So let me tell you about this. The Giza Dream Sheets. I know the pillows are probably the most famous, but the Giza Dream Sheets have been a game changer for me. They're named after a region in Egypt, Giza, where the environment is perfect for growing the softest cotton. I think that's also where the Great Pyramids are, by the way. The Giza Dream Sheets are what I sleep on every night. They're ultra soft and luxurious. They're the finest sheets you're ever going to experience. And the amazing thing, the price is incredible. Right now, they're at the lowest price ever, $29.98. When you use our names as the promo code, Clay and Buck. MyPillow products, including these Giza Dream Sheets, come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listener Specials, check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, Remember to use code Clay and Buck to get 50% off or more. Or if you want, you can just call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269. Keeping it real. Keeping it honest. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We should mention Merrick Garland has a press conference scheduled for 1.15 Eastern today, Buck. That will be followed by Corrine Jean-Pierre, who has scheduled a White House press conference for 1.30. I don't see any way possible... Uh that they are avoiding doing a special counsel announcement. Do you agree or disagree with that? Uh, So this is interesting. The Democrats have always avoided special counsels up to this point. So I think they are unlikely to do it. However, because they're in charge of the DOJ, the damage of a special counsel, they will handpick a Democrat partisan to run the special counsel if they do it. And they know that Merrick Garland, under no circumstances, will take any action or even release any report that is damaging to Democrats. I still think, though, they won't do it because even the appointment of a special counsel would be a concession. And they don't make concessions. That's why they have the media apparatus that they do run and cover for them all the time. Uh, you would also then wonder why a special counsel on this and not the Hunter Biden issue, which is if you were creating in a lab the perfect conditions for a special counsel administration It would be the son of the sitting president selling access to that president and engaged in multiple federal felonies in the process. Right. That's it. It'd be hard to think of a more clear case for why you would need. So they haven't done it for that, Clay. Now, you can argue that sets a precedent or you can argue this is a straw that breaks the camel's back, so to speak, with the documents. And so now they finally have to. You think they will? I think they still won't. I think they will in this case. Um I think they'd rather have a special counsel in this case because the comparative punishments are light, whereas what Hunter Biden may well have done based on all the evidence is way more significant. So my prediction is in about 45 minutes, we'll officially have a special counsel announced. We'll see whether that comes true. Uh, how many days worth of food is in your house right now in your home? That's what we did at the Travis household with My Patriot Supply. This January, you'll save $200 on their three-month emergency food kit. This is what we have in the Travis family pantry. We've got delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks for all of my family of five. Three months of food. You can't lose. You can save $200 per kit if you go to preparewithclayandbuck.com to grab this discount. One kit for each person in your family. Don't be caught unprepared. Prepare with ClayandBuck.com right now. $200 off. Three-month emergency food kit. My Patriot Supply. One more time. Prepare with ClayandBuck.com. Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are discussing the revelations surrounding the newest details about Joe Biden's continuing to have more and more classified documents now, not only in his Washington, D.C. office, but in his garage next to his Corvette, as he said a little over an hour ago. And 
I wonder now, I think the timeline becomes significant, Buck, in terms of what Merrick Garland decides to do. Because I just want to emphasize this, and I don't think it's being discussed enough. They initially made the uncut, the discovery of these classified documents on November 2nd, six days before the midterm. I believe it was on November 18th that Merrick Garland announced a special counsel when it became clear that Donald Trump, he said, was going to run for president and therefore uh, there were political calculations involved that required a special counsel. I want to know, when were these documents in the garage uncovered? Why are we hearing piecemeal? Is Are there documents in Joe Biden's beach house? When did this... Uh, when did this search take place? Was it after the November 2nd discovery? Was it two months ago as well? Was it recent? We need to know the timeline to have a better sense of how this discovery happened. And I do think that implicates, on some level, the decision of Merrick Garland. Because the timing on this, Buck, when I think through it, you have the piecemeal unveiling of multiple locations, classified document discovery, But it suggests now that Merrick Garland is having a press conference that maybe he didn't know about these garage documents. It's just very strange. I I can't imagine. I mean, keep in mind they didn't they didn't appoint a special counsel for the Hillary Clinton email server, right? Barack Obama did not. In fact, as we all recall, Loretta Lynch had that just happenstance, coincidental sit down with Bill Clinton and excused his uh, his Secret Service detail and hers from the meeting on the private jet on the tarmac in Arizona right before James Comey came forward and said nobody would ever bring charges against Hillary. So I think it's important we never allow ourselves to forget the context for these decisions that are being made and how partisan they are, how outrageously one-sided this DOJ apparatus, because it is of the party of the state, the Democrats, unfortunately, the statists, that's what they're doing. And I got to say, um, if we find another batch, what are the chance of we, meaning if it comes out that there's another batch of classified documents, in this case, this is the Wilmington, Delaware home, they found these ones. There's also the Rehoboth Beach home. At some point, it turns into the public recognizing that this is probably, I'm not, I don't mean this to be funny. I think this is what happens when you have somebody who is in the, this age range and has cognitive function that is clearly eroding as Joe Biden's is. They're going to forget stuff. They're going to leave things around. Now, that, that raises the sympathy level and certainly also not that they would charge him anyway with anything. He's the president. You know, it's not going to happen. But I think, Clay, they have to be very careful here because how do they spin that? Now, the partisans don't care. You and I both know that 46% of the country is going to vote Democrat in the next presidential election no matter what. You roll Joe Biden out with a blanket across his knees, mumbling about how he wants to go feed peanuts to the squirrels, and 45% of Democrats still vote for him. They don't care. But they know they got to get that middle two three percent five percent whatever it's going to be in the next election and that may be too much of an ask if joe biden is so clearly fading do you think is the machine protecting him clay or is the machine setting him up to move him 
I think it's a political hit job. And that's why, and, and I know you don't you don't necessarily have the same read on this that I do, but if I am a crisis uh, coordinator, right, I'm a PR expert who is trying to figure out how to spin this story, I want it all out instantly, every classified document that he had. And oh, by the way, let me just say this, I also want every classified document that got discovered immediately destroyed and this story to never come out all right i'm just going to be honest with you if i am uh, the, the thing that surprises me about this story on some level is that we're even hearing about these classified documents it also makes me wonder were there other classified documents that we're not going to hear about because remember this is this is a search that has been allowed to be done undertaken by Joe Biden. They didn't call in the FBI. And you made the point, yes, okay, well, maybe that's because they're not arguing about these documents. But if you had a choice, Buck, between your chosen allies, your employees, effectively, going through all your papers, or someone who is independent going through all your papers, who may have an issue with you, uh, I would rather have my allies, my employees. So the fact that this is coming out drip by drip I really think what we talk about this quite a bit, Buck. What do left wingers fear the most in the public? Having their intelligence ridiculed, being embarrassed, being mocked, being derided publicly. They let all of Joe Biden's defenders come out and say, oh, this is nothing like Trump. I read yesterday in the New York Times, big long article. They're somewhat similar, but what Trump did is far worse. And now they're out on the hook with they had illegal classified documents in a garage by a Corvette. It makes them look dumb. It looks sloppy. I, I don't disagree with your analysis on this. I would offer an alternative to it, but I'm not you could be I'm not I don't think that's wrong. I think there's another possibility though, right? So like I'm still looking I, I view it as like a menu at this point. I, I may order clays from column A, but column B is, an, is another possibility in my mind, which is that by getting all the, first of all, the, the defenders of the regime, remember Russia collusion and all this stuff out there, everybody, the defenders of the regime have to be willing to look like morons with no ethics if they really want to be at the cool kids table. Like, that is a requirement. The, the 51 intelligence agents exactly. who came out and said it's Russian disinformation, 100% a lie. You, yes. you read my mind about my next thought. That wasn't a problem for their careers. That was them taking one for the team, yeah. willing to look like morons to defend Joe Biden in that moment. It didn't matter how obvious, and willing to light their integrity on fire, which they did. So that that we have to always remember as part of this. The, the part of it that I think may come into this is by immediately launching the whole Trump is that Trump's were worse. And this is you know, Mar-a-Lago and putting that defense in place. I think that they are hoping to conflate all of this into just a Biden v. Trump issue instead of a Biden is a reckless and senile old man who made really heinous allegations against a another political figure, Trump or anybody else around this same issue. And clearly there's a problem here. You see what I mean? So that's my other alternative option for this, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure that I disagree with yours.
Yeah, and the other thing I would say, and we're going to hear from Mayor Garland in about 30 minutes, and I, we were talking about what he may or may not you do. You think special counsel? I think no special counsel, but he says, we're really sorry. It was not. It was not good. I think what has happened here, Buck, if you look at all of the things that you could go after Trump for, obstruction through the classified documents is actually the least complicated charge to bring. And I think Biden has stepped all over and effectively destroyed. Because you can make an argument, oh, what Trump did is still worse because he was arguing back and forth. And the general public is not going to buy that when you've got classified documents next to your Corvette in the garage. That's right. This obliterated that argument. That's gone Kills now. It. So I think what ends up happening, this is my prediction, and it would play out into the summer. I think what ends up happening is Merrick Garland comes out and lectures in July or August associated with the classified documents. He appoints a special counsel. They determine that both men have improperly handled classified documents, and he comes out and wags his finger and says, we need more, uh, you know, everybody is making this error, not treating classified documents securely enough. There are probably crimes that have been committed, but because it's happening across the political board everybody needs to be you know he's like the he's like the uh, you know school principal who comes in and lectures the class but, but hold on. So, performing well enough there are a few implications of what you're saying one is you had been thinking for the last 6 months that they were going to charge Trump so they could charge Hunter since we both agree yeah. they're not charging Trump I don't think Clay in 2023 we we already know what happened in 2022 <laughs> you doubted me on that one well, you doubted me well i think me. what what this takes off the table is the but wait, but do, do you docs. agree with that? Is that is that no longer on well, the table? I I still think they could charge Trump for January sixth uh, okay, transgressions. Okay. So if they do that, then I think they still have the opportunity to do something related to Hunter. But I think that the far the January sixth is complicated, Buck, because it's attenuated. There are all sorts of of, of difficulties associated with January sixth charges that to me didn't apply as it pertains to the classified docs. And I think this has taken it off the table and turned it into a huge mess. But we'll know in about 30 minutes whether that uh, special counsel's coming or not. Uh, in the meantime, you know, Joe Biden, a lot of boxes in the garage. Have you got boxes in your garage? You aren't taking care of all of your secure family memories. Don't be like Joe Biden. And leave important documents by the Corvette in the garage. How about preserve your important family memories forever so you can share them with your family for generations to come? Thanks to our friends at Legacy Box. You can digitally transfer what's on all of your old documents in three weeks or less. By Valentine's Day, if not sooner, you can have a heck of a Valentine for your family. Legacy Box does all the work digitally transferring all of your old family pictures, old VCRs, old 8mm, slides, whatever you have. It will preserve them, put them on a digital file in the cloud. You can also get a computer thumb drive. Legacy Box is the industry leader and has helped nearly a million and a half families preserve their history. Kick off this new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories 
put them onto digital files while those videotapes can still be played. Don't pull a Joe Biden and store everything in the garage and watch him deteriorate and not be safe and secure. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay today to take advantage of a great offer. That's LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Clay and Buck, 24-7. Subscribe today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the armstrong and getty show to start listening more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. You know, you can thank Joe Biden for a lot of things the last couple of years. You got to give credit where it's due. He is the champ when it comes to inflation going all the way back to 1980. He's also been able to preside over the worst supply chain crisis in living memory, at least the worst that I'm aware of. He presided over a shortage of baby formula last summer that continued it on still for exists, months. Buck for for people out there trying to buy it hasn't gone away which is kind of crazy it's the story's gone away but it's still an issue for people and now a shortage nationwide of eggs eggs not only are about twice as expensive as they were a year ago which you got to think about this e- e- eggs are a staple food right think of all the things they're put in 
Uh, are you, by the way, are you a, are you a scrambled eggs guy, an omelet guy? You know, what, when what's you your said move? that you eat eggs almost every day, I was yes. trying to think. I, I don't remember unless it's in a restaurant. I don't remember the last time I had eggs. Oh wow! I mean, I for me, it's like the easiest, best tasting, quickest I don't know protein if we have eggs in the house right now, or hardly ever. Wow! Is okay. that weird? I I don't know. Maybe I, I just well, yeah. like, what do you eat for breakfast? We have, uh, well, first of all, I have the three boys. So are you a, are like, you a cereal well, family? Like we've special a lot of cereal, a lot of cereal, but also uh, my boys love. And every time I say this, they, 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 there's like people are like that exists. It's hard. There's this dinosaur oatmeal with like fake, not fake, but like little like eggs that erupt as you cook it. We've had it. I don't know how much dinosaur oatmeal we have bought in the Travis household, but we have to be in the top 1% of dinosaur oatmeal consumers. That's the other thing. So my boys eat either cereal or this dinosaur oatmeal. So I, I like the proteins, and I, I I did share this on Twitter with everybody. Game changer for your scrambled eggs out there. Honestly, for your omelets, too. The, the, biggest, the biggest thing that people do with eggs, they overcook them. And you actually get so used to it because if you go to – uh, like, uh, Shoney's or, um, you know, any of these uh, places where they have big buffets. Like, what are the yeah. big buffet restaurants? I'm trying yeah, to think. Yeah, like of Denny's and like. Denny's, uh, Shoney, thank you. Yeah. You know, uh, um, even probably, uh, Waffle House and, uh, International House of Pancakes, all these kinds of places. Um, the eggs that they give you, a lot of the time it comes from some, some, from a, a mix. They're like instant eggs. But even if they're making them, they cook them so that they're rubbery and kind of hard. And that's gross. That's actually not what you want when you're cooking your eggs. I'm going to tell you, you want them to maintain a bit of the moisture. You're starting so, to sound a little bit like James Corden here. Are we going to get a uh, angry buck uh, egg uh, egg feud in a restaurant at some point? I'm not going to lie. Like maybe he was right that they overcooked <laughs> his egg white omelet a little bit. I don't know, but I do know that cook your eggs slow and take them off the heat entirely, and you will thank me. Cook them slow. You can cook eggs in a minute. That's the people get used to it. You just fire up that pan. And then you've got the eggs that you would get at some, uh, you know, seven ninety nine buffet place off of I ninety five. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you can make better eggs at home for yourself. So aren't eggs costing there. like in the shortage? They cost way more, right? Because the one time we have lots of eggs in the house is Easter because the kids all die the Easter eggs and like we spend like then we have oodles of eggs because I end up eating them all hard boiled eggs afterwards. But they're like $9 a dozen or something someplace, yes, aren't they? Yes, they've gotten very expensive. And then there's also all the different varieties of eggs, and people get really into this, whether the eggs are cage-free or whether they're free-range. Are they grain-fed or are they corn-fed? Uh, these are all different. If you look at If you look at the egg section now, there's a lot of different. People have gotten really into this. And I will say, though, your egg, if it's fresh, it really is kind of this bright orange color. You don't want the dull yellow. You want a bright orange You're color. You're kind of an means... expert on eggs. I would not have expected you to have so much egg knowledge. Clay, I like to keep people <laughs> on their toes, you know? This is so. What about the brown egg versus, not to be racist, the brown egg versus the white egg? And aren't there, like, speckled eggs? Like, is, is this a difference in your experience? I'm not aware of any of any difference based on the shell. Yeah. Um, so it is what is inside the egg that counts, as far as I know, um, uh, you know, in terms of flavor and everything else. But I will say, I just got a text. People are like, dinosaur oatmeal, that sounds awesome. And my little nephew, who's two, we got to get him some dinosaur oatmeal. It is an amazing product. You get different numbers of eggs. 
You can help to learn to teach the kids how to count by the number of eggs in the oatmeal. Uh, and my boys have loved it since they were like little kids. It's got dinosaurs on the cover. I'm probably going to sell out now dinosaur oatmeal nationwide. Uh, but my kids love it. Little eggs inside. I eat, by the way, I can think I'm kind of boring, a Kirkland's breakfast bar. Kirkland's, of course, Costco brand, almost every single morning for breakfast. Up next, what do we have? Oh, the governor of Texas. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 